Welcome to the Meaningful Success Podcast. My name is Josiah Clark, and this is my father, Wade. Wade. Interesting pronunciation. Yeah. Um, so we're a little late this week by probably a few days by the time this gets out, um, just because of we forgot to record an episode last week <laughs> well we were ahead of the. we were actually ahead of the game we had recorded a few ahead and then we thought oh we don't have to record last week and then we forgot yes we did yeah because we had recorded ahead and so it was like oh we already have an episode ready sure and no we didn't so anyway we're a little late but late is better than never uh and that's a little bit of a uh a theme for today, I think, with what we're going to be talking about. But before we jump into things, uh, Dad, any sort of housekeeping you want to do? Any as we're entering the new year with the podcast, with uh, you know, kind of fresh eyes now that we're about a month in. Oh yeah, I mean, right when you first said that, I was thinking, well, yeah, the stairs need to be vacuumed or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I think that the main thing is we really are aiming at evolving throughout the year. I'm really excited that we're like three or four months into the podcast now, and uh -huh. we've got a number of people who are listening consistently. And, you know, obviously we'd like to continue to grow that. So, but just, I would just say that, you know, continue to listen because uh, each episode will be different. It'll probably be different a month from now than it is today. So that's the main thing that I can think of. Well, one thing that I want to do moving forward is, you know, we've kind of done this in the midst of weekly favorites previously, but I wanted to have it be its own little thing just to start each episode off with a little bit of a positive note. And that is, you know, what is your little victory this week in your success journey? It doesn't have to be anything complicated or take a long time to talk about, but just any little little win. Yeah. I think one thing that is a victory is, you know, whenever you're starting a business and you're starting to, uh, particularly in today's uh, environment, it's so much of it is about reaching people virtually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you start out, you know, I've got an email list and right now my email list is prepared seven people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and five or six of them are members of our family because <laughs> we were signing up to test it. <laughs> However, I do have uh, quite a number of people that are colleagues of mine, uh, peers of mine, uh, just relationships of mine in the business world that I've known for quite some time. And I'm going to be reaching out to them. And so one of those steps was actually getting a list together of all the people that I want to reach out to individually. Yeah. And it literally is a list of over a thousand people. So it was literally over the last few weeks, I've been going through getting my list together, getting their emails so I can email them individually and talk to them about uh, what we're doing and, and invite them to uh, join my email list and that type of thing. Yeah. And so to me, gathering that list of a thousand plus names is, is a big victory. That's awesome. For me, uh, my little victory this week is that my story pinstripe on one of the websites that I posted on, it's the same website that a number of weeks ago I talked about, I got my first review and it's up to seven followers on that story now, which hey. is, which is not a big number at all. Hey, it's that's funny that it's also seven. seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that it's also seven. Um, whenever I see that number go up by another one, it's really encouraging and really, um, uh, really satisfying to be like, oh, another person, you know, at least enjoyed what they had read enough to want to 
keep up with it potentially in the future. And so that's really cool. That's excellent. Yeah. So that also kind of ties in a little bit to today's topic um, in terms of, you know, you were talking about your list and making this progress, realizing, hey, we're there's certain things we've gotten a little bit backward as we've launched this business. And we've been pretty transparent with our journey and some of the mistakes that we've made. And one thing that we have just addressed like two days ago, we had a meeting going over this, was that we realized we were spending way more money than we necessarily needed to, not in like a negligent way, but just like we thought we needed certain things and we found out we didn't. Right. So, for example, being subscribed to like a higher tier of a service when we could be subscribed to a cheaper version of it and have our needs fulfilled at this time. There's this temptation that comes in, and this is something that's talked about in um, the product launch formula, which is Jeff Walker's program that we've talked about uh, taking before here on the show. Um, One of the things that they mention in there is don't get ahead of yourself and don't spend a whole ton of money on all these different services and subscriptions when, you know, you can do something that's a free version or a low low cost version uh, and do the same thing. So the other day we, we sat down all together, we went through our spreadsheet of all of the different things that we're subscribed to all the different business expenses that we've been spending money on so far as we've launched the business. And we realized we could cut down that expense by literally about half. It started with it. Wait a minute. We've got to find a way to reduce the cost. Uh, I mean, basically it started with, uh, you know, going through your credit card bills and those types of things. And Really lining those up and on the budget, where are we at? And saying, you know, I think that all these are things that we need to be doing, but we need to make sure. And so we got together, we sat down, we literally went one by one. And it really was, we did cut it down by about 50% overall. Almost exactly. Yeah, almost exactly. And, and, you know, I will say, and I will admit, maybe I'll I'll be the bad example here. When we started going through this process, one of the first expenses I said we got to, he goes, okay, well, is that really what we need to do? And I'm like... Well, yeah, and here's why. And you're like, well, but wait a minute. Could we not do XYZ? And I thought, well, I guess so. So I had to stop and say, wait a minute, I need to really be willing to question everything that's on this list. Yeah. And validify or (laughs) validate. Validate. Yeah that at this point in time, this is what we need. Because some of those things are things that we will need, but maybe down the road. And some of those things are things that we need now, but maybe not at the level, like you said. Yeah. So let's uh, expand this out a little bit beyond just the meeting we had the other day and the steps we took to, you know, reduce, which is something we encourage you to do as well, by the way. If you're an entrepreneur that, you know, you've got some stuff going, if it's a side hustle or if you're trying to make it your business or whatever it may be, every now and then look at the things that you're investing in Because there's a lot of really cool services and they do a lot of really cool things, but you might not actually be using those things right now or the things that you are, you might be paying for a more expensive version than you need to. And when you're just starting out a business like we are, you know, 
<laughs> they well, were, it's capital that's coming out of, you know, money being earned. It's not, it's not capital that we just have that's previously there to invest, you know? So. Right. And, the, and there's things like, you know, there's a lot of different tools out there, software tools that are like all in one packages. Yeah. And really, if you're doing all the different things separately at this point in time, it may be more economical to go with one of those packages. Yeah. Today, based upon where we are, we don't need that. And so that was one of the types of things that we had to look at as well. Yeah. For example, like we've touched on it briefly before, but, you know, we're we're changing how we're doing the courses that we've been working on. Right. Um, because our, our initial approach was very maximalist and a lot of production, a lot of work went into just purely doing the individual puzzle pieces instead of focusing on the entire puzzle, if that makes sense. And there's a degree when you're designing something, you've got to look at the... I mean, if time is unlimited, then sure, you can spend as much time and effort and money and whatever as you want on each of those individual pieces. But what matters more if you're trying to launch something in the shorter term is do you have the puzzle? Right. You know? And we, the way we were doing it was giving us some really high quality puzzle pieces, but they weren't cohering. That's just another example of like being willing to, like you said, to sort of question what are you doing? Is what you're doing really kind of regardless of quality? Right. Mm -hmm. Regardless, regardless of how good one of those programs, like we, we canceled our subscription to one, um, like e-learning all in one platform that we really like. And we actually, you know, have really liked their platform and liked their stuff for a number of years. But for us right now, it just doesn't match. Right. And so it's being willing to sort of have that objectivity. So outside of this specific circumstance, maybe having to do with Dream Parrot as well as any of the other ventures that have to do with this, the Meaningful Success book, all that stuff, like for you, are there other examples of that kind of recalibration? Yeah, I think there are. I mean, used to what you just described, the, the Meaningful Success business. And, you know, one of the things that's exciting, but also a little bit challenging with the things that we're doing is that we do have different arms that that this business reaches with different helps that we can offer. So for example, I've got a series of things that I've done that are on the sales side that are right. tied to my simplifying complex sales process. That's really very business oriented, particularly those who are in professional services or things of that nature. It's really aimed at that audience. As well as people that are kind of in a management position. Correct. Correct. Yeah. However, the things that we're going to be doing on the meaningful success side, the, the books and those types of things, while there is a component that's going to be aimed at entrepreneurs, the core of that's really aimed at everybody. Yeah. It's aimed at just general public, and it's not really aimed at the business community. So I've got this diverse audience. And so one of the things that we had thought about or that we felt like was necessary as we initially approached this months and months ago was even with the websites that we build. We felt like we needed separate websites for each of these types of, of yeah. programs. And we did that. And that was what was was built. But what when we re-looked at things and we looked at the, um, not so much the domains, but when we looked at the hosting and other things like that and the expenses related to it and the complexity of just keeping multiple websites together, yeah. it really made more sense to simplify, to consolidate 
and to go in that way. And that allowed us to save money, but also it also is leading us to even question, are we on the right platform? Because now that we're saying, okay, we're going to pull everything into one site yeah, with, with different tabs or whatever on the site for each of those different things, it leads us to say, you know what, maybe the platform we're on is not the best because as we look at it, there's some capabilities that it doesn't offer. And so one decision led to another. The financial decision led us to looking at our web strategy. Looking at our web strategy led us to simplify and consolidate. And once we've simplified and consolidate, that led us to ask the question, is this the platform we need to be on? So really being willing to ask one question of yourself can actually lead you to questions you weren't even thinking of before that can actually lead to a better result. The other piece of that is that these are all what is right for us right now. Correct. From an SEO perspective, it is probably better to have separate websites for everything and all this Sure. Stuff. But when we're at the very you know start of our business where we're not getting a whole lot of traffic just yet and the monthly expenses of all these things are a bigger deal, like it does make sense to consolidate and all that, even if someone might look at that from like, for example, an SEO perspective and go, that's actually not the way you want to do it. That sure, that's true. But does it work for us now? Everything has a life cycle. And we're very early in our life cycle on various aspects of our business. And so that's what we're we looking at. Yeah. So when you look at your writing and you look at the things that you're doing with your business, how does this apply? Well, kind of going alongside what I was just saying about, you know, someone might look at this and go, this isn't actually best practice, right? But does it work for us? With my writing, an example of that is uh, the website I mentioned earlier, Railroad, is is one of the ones that I publish uh, Pinstripe onto currently. Mm -hmm. And all these platforms, the strategy that you want to follow, the optimal strategy for publication, is pretty much you're posting yeah, three or four times a week minimum you're posting like short chapters, okay. a lot of short chapters regularly because that puts you on the front page more often because the front page shows the most, you know, what's been published most recent and, I and down. So there's a whole reason why, right? But for me, that doesn't match my writing. It doesn't match that. Like my chapters tend to be pretty long. What I'm working on right now is sort of a second drafting process. And a lot of these stories don't have drafting process. A lot of these stories are first draft. It goes out as it's written and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a different process, right? Right. And something I realized is that my goal is not to be a successful writer on Royal Road. Mm. My goal is not to be a successful writer, you know, on Honeyfeed or Wattpad or Archive of Our Own or any of these different websites that people post their writing on. And there are people who find careers and find success in writing for those platforms in the way that those platforms want you to publish and write because of how it's optimized, right? Right. That isn't my goal. I'm posting on these places to get exposure for my writing, but my goal is to publish you know, books, volumes right. that have multiple drafts, that have edits, that have all this stuff that you don't really have the luxury of doing when you write in that purely serialized format. Sure. And so I was questioning, should I split up my chapters into a whole lot of smaller pieces and post them on a re regular basis and do all these things to sort of match these platforms? Or do I stay true to the story as I've written it 
And I just keep each chapter as its own thing. And I publish it like twice a week, roughly go against the best practices for these platforms, but align closer with my actual goal. That's, I guess, a a decision I had to make at the time where now that I've been following through with it, you know, I celebrated earlier having seven followers on one of these things. Like, could I theoretically have a lot more followers or a lot more readers if I was doing things the optimal quote unquote way? Probably, actually, I probably would. But would it match what I'm actually going for? Not really. What you're bringing back down is to tying back into the meaningful success process because you have a vision for where you're aiming for with your writing, which includes the process that you follow. So it's real easy when you have these goals and you have those things out there to start looking at, well, what are other people doing? Where are other people having success? But that can be a trap because then if you're setting your strategy to match those processes, they have a different vision. And so you're ending up at a different destination. You might have (laughs) measurable success. Like you said, you might have doubled your, your readers or whatever on one way. However, it may have led you to a different destination in terms of accomplishing your overall purpose. Yeah. So once again, it comes back to understanding what you're trying to achieve and then setting a course for that destination. And it's, it's the question of what is the measure of that success? If the measure of my success with my writing right now is the number of followers on X, Y, or Z platform, then no, I'm not pursuing a, the optimal strategy right. for success. If my goal for success is what I've been following toward the end of ending up with a published volume and it'll move slower, but you know I'll have actual full books that I can take to conventions and try and sell and whatever. That is a better way. What is the measure by which you're actually judging, you know, the success, and does that measure match your goal? Exactly. And you know, when we were talking uh, a few days ago, one of the things you said that you're on track to being ready to kind of move that first volume to the editing process at the end of the month. Yeah. Probably if you were following this other path of publishing the way that they suggest, you wouldn't be there. No, it would be, I would be on a very, very different trajectory entirely. So, so I, I think that the, the lesson here, and I know this may be just basic stuff, but I think the, the lesson to, to remember is your measures of success, your vision of success, those things that matter for you personally, for your business, they need to be yours. Don't try to match other people's. Now, that doesn't mean we can't learn from others. Or disregard stuff that's just straight up wise. Correct. Right? Like, Co- correct. You know, it's my measure of success that I don't pay my taxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that I'm not, I'm going to get, I'm going to get audited and taken to jail because that's my measure of success. No, right? no, like, that's no you want to be wise. Yeah, no, that's not what I was referring to though, but no, you're, you're right. No, it's really about just making sure that you're heading to the right destination, that the, the processes and the, and the measures that you're looking at are leading you there. And back to kind of where we started today, be willing to take a step back periodically, particularly early on. I think that this is something that's healthy to do probably on a monthly basis, particularly early on, is to take a look at what you're doing, what you're spending, how you're, the process and the systems you're using. But clearly once a quarter, that should be something that you take a, take a step back and you re, re-examine just to make sure that you're on the right track. Yeah. Well, and uh, something that we should examine now that we're approaching the I don't know, quarter, whatever you said of this episode uh, is uh, dad. What's your, what's your favorite thing this week? (laughs) Oh, it's the weekly favorite. 
my weekly favorite was I got to go, my wife and I got to take my niece and her husband out to dinner over the weekend. And we just had a great time. First of all, it was an awesome meal, uh, but it was great company. We got to get to know them a lot better and uh, share some things that were going on with us, which that may seem a little bit odd for folks on that are listening, but we've lived in a lot of places. And over the last 30 years or so, we've been in different states. And so the opportunity yeah. to get together with some of our extended family close by hasn't been there. And so it was a really great time and enjoyed it. How about you? Audrey and I watched a movie last night called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah. And it's, uh, all I knew was it had a very good reputation and it was about something to do with like parallel universes. That's all I really knew. Okay. And that is pretty much how I would recommend going in and watching that movie is not really knowing anything. Okay. beforehand because it's just because it, it kind of can spoil the fun if you know too much okay but it was so a, this is a movie recommendation then yeah movie recommendation weekly favorite because it was you know great and I watched it last night and it like I, I was crying at one point like it was just it hit me really hard it's not it's not like a sad movie it's just like a very uh, good movie cool. um, definitely recommend it and recommend going in without without knowing very much. And the title is one more time? Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Okay. Well, with that, everybody, thank you for listening. Sorry this was a little bit late. And what do you want to tell people, Dad? I want to tell people thanks for listening and tell some friends. And uh, we'll see you next time. I love you, Dad. Love you too, Josiah. And Audrey, I love you and... I love you're gonna, and when you're listening to this episode, you're gonna look at me and go, "You big dork!" And then, yeah, there you go. So, until next week, everybody. See ya. The Meaningful Success Podcast is myself, Josiah Clark, and my father, Wade Clark. That's me. That's him. Intro and outro theme is Bring Back the Feeling by Daniel Gunnerson, licensed through Epidemic Sound. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash Meaningful Success Podcast. Until next time, wear pants, eat some pancakes, and above all, have a good day. <laughs>